0: Information and communication technologies now enable firms to collect detailed and potentially intrusive data about their customers easily and cheaply. Privacy concerns are no longer limited to government surveillance and public figures' private lives, thanks in part to social media and mobile technology. Privacy regulations like GDPR may affect the extent and direction of database innovation, but somehow these regulations have not significantly curtailed efforts to learn more about a customer's personally identifiable data and use the information for commercial gains, and worse, nefarious ones. Welcome to Podchats for Future CIO. In today's episode, we speak to Ms. Janice Chu, principal at JC Legal, to talk about privacy and innovation from disruption to opportunities, and how to balance between protecting privacy while encouraging innovation. Janice, welcome to Podchats for Future CIO.
1: Hi, Alan. Um, Yeah, very happy that I can share this topic to um, everyone today.
0: Please describe privacy in the context of information security, data protection, and the privacy sphere. How are these connected, if at all?
1: So, um, when we talk about privacy and security, I think a lot of people, they might not be um, clear on the distinctions between uh, privacy and security. So um, we have like information security and data protections on part of businesses to help ensure the privacy of user and clients. Without the security, there will be a little privacy. I'm sure everyone would be agreeing. However, just having the security itself does not mean that the privacy is secure. Yeah. So in a way, what is the difference between privacy and security? So, um, a security program is actually to protect all the information uh, assets um, that an, collect and A on more, uh, informations, um, an organization collects and maintains. A privacy program focuses on more personal information an organization collects and maintains. I hope that this makes a difference between privacy and security. So when you talk about information security and data protections, how it's connected, um, you just need to remember the difference is information security It's more into impersonal. Uh, data protection is more to personal. That's how we differentiate. And also uh, when we talk about data protections and data minimizations to protect the privacy of user, there are many companies may employ certain techniques to anonymize the information they they collected. You know, so the user identity will still be protected. So however, in collecting this personal data, company must still be able to win the trust of the user. Because even though you anonymize the uh, you know the identity, there might be some certain reason or certain risk that this will be leaked out, that somehow they can connect the information with the identity of that person, then it will be quite risky as well. So that's my talk on the connectivities between
0: our businesses and regulators in asia aligned in the interpretation of the boundaries of customer privacy are there any differences in asia as it relates to the protection of customer privacy
1: i would say there would there the remains a very wide gap between the different places in Asia. So in terms of how the businesses and the regulators are approaching customer privacy. So I have actually made some comparisons that which I would like to share here and, you know, in terms of the countries in Asia, because of these variations, it's also quite difficult to generalize um, the Asia as a whole. Yeah. But let's talk about China first. There is no single comprehensive data protection law in China right now yet. But there is a draft PRC personal information uh, protections law published in October 2020. But as of now, the rules pertaining to the privacy are just scattered uh, across various law and regulations. That would be the decisions right now in China. But when you talk about Hong Kong, I believe lots of people understand that there is a personal data privacy ordinance, which is chapter 486, regulates the collections and handlings of um, personal data. For India, data protections, in, which is governed by the Information Technology Act 2000, they are now formulating a more comprehensive personal data protections bill to actually overhaul the personal data protections in India. To be frank, I think Singapore offer a very advanced uh, data protections law in Asia. Um, they have PTPA, the Personal Data Protection Act. So they actually provide a baseline of standards of personal uh, protections of personal data in Singapore. So they actually also have a complement sector specific legislative and regulatory framework, for instance, like Banking Act, Um Insurance Act. So they also apply to the student applications. So if you want to see um North Asia so you can look at Japan so the Japan they have uh, protections of personal informations regulatory privacy protection issues that we call APPI
0: To what extent are businesses observing privacy regulation while at the same time pursuing business innovation
1: it's a very good question because we have a lot of startup, right? they come coming to us, you know, they say, Hey, I have this amazing idea on developing this product. You know, it involves a lot of innovations, collecting a lot of big data, the data of the clients. So they come coming to me and ask me, Hey, what should I do? Because I understand that there is this, you know, personal data privacy ordinance around across the. The country, but I would say, um, as of now, not just Asia. Not I think the strictest personal data ordinance, I would say that the the law, yeah, in 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 the world, is actually uh we are saying the European GDPR. Mm-hmm. So if you follow GDPR strictly, that mean you are. On the other hand, you are also complying with the the law in other countries as well in terms of data privacy okay. protection. Okay. So because it's pretty straight because if you are found breaching the rules of GDPR it can go the penalties up to 20 million euro and also uh, they are talking about 4% of the revenue that you make so a lot of people is using GDPR as a base so whenever they want to see whether they want to develop something, they will definitely refer back to GDPR. Well. Even though the data that they're collecting might not be involving European, they also want to use the higher threshold to comply with.
0: Observers say that COVID-19 accelerated digital innovation. How should enterprises push the boundaries of customer engagement and innovation without overstepping evolving regulations that protect privacy? From
1: my personal experience during the COVID period, when we are actually quarantined at home or we have to stay at home, the things that I use the most is actually my phone with the apps. Like, you know, I have to do shopping. It's all about e-commerce. I think the booming industry definitely is the e-commerce. So with the e-commerce, when you set up, for instance, you you have the app, you want to buy something, there will be data that they collect. So you have to put in your name, uh, your credit card if you want to buy something. So there are something that we might need to aware of. As for the companies. If you don't want to overstepping about the evolving regulations, I think you need to think about the transparency because it's quite likely that the regulator will be setting up a more stringent guidelines for transparency. Transparency regarding uh, the collections and the use of personal data. Especially, there are lots of people is abusing this because they know that they're collecting a lot of data, and when you download the apps, so in many parts of the European Union, so personal inf- information cannot be collected without the consumer permissions. There are lots of rules in GDPR that you need to comply, and they have the rights to review the data and correct the inaccuracy. So whether or not this is actually explicitly required by the regulators of the given jurisdictions. Uh, Maintaining transparency is definitely uh, a good practice, I would say.
0: In your experience, at what point in an organization's customer engagement strategy should the issue of customer data privacy be looked into? When should legal be asked to pitch in on the discussion?
1: In terms of the terms and uh, conditions of the websites for collecting the data, because I believe a lot of companies, uh, not just startup, I think a lot of SME, because they didn't realize the importance of the terms and conditions in the websites, especially you are doing e-commerce. What they have in mind is that, hey, why don't I just copy and paste another website and having the same thing because from their mind is exactly the same. But you need to understand that each business has their own nature, own operations different kind of business they might collect the data in different you know use so for instance hong kong tv mall you might have your credit card information store in the app so next time in in terms of conveniency you can just go into the payment and you just pay and then the credit card details is all inside that but some they might not have this functions so each company they might have different kind of functions so you can't just copy and paste the other business terms of use and then you use it for your business. So it's, it's different, I would say. So I would say that would be an area that you might need to invest a bit. And also you might need to think about, and especially even though you have your business in Hong Kong, the information, it wants you, you know, it's a website or it's, it's online, then the whole world might be seeing your website, might be buying from you because we are talking about globalization. So. Yeah. If this is the case, then there might be uh, involving a European clients that putting the data inside. Then that means in a way you need to comply with GDPR. That would be something that you need to bear in mind.
0: Janice, thank you for joining us on Podchats for Future CIO.
1: Thank you, Helen.
0: <laughs> that was Janice Chu, Principal JC Legal, speaking to us on the topic of balancing between privacy and innovation. You are listening in to Podchats for Future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society We also like to invite you to sign up for a free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podcasts for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podcasts for Future CIO. Bye for now.